So, good afternoon, Heike. Um, it's really great to have you here on this Finos podcast. Um, so, I'm speaking to Heike Sunderman, um, VP Head of Digital Engagement Practice for Wealth and Asset Management at EPAM. Hi, Heike. How are you? Hi, James. Happy to be here. Um, looking forward to our conversation. Yeah, me too, me too. Um, so, Heiko, can we begin with you telling us a little bit about yourself and your role at EPAM? I joined EPAM two and a half years ago after having spent most of my life at, uh, at buy-side firms. So, actually, I started off in investment banking um, for UBS and then moved over to their wealth practice where I was heading um, digital strategy for APAC and uh, implementing most, uh, some of these, I think, prominent solutions that UBS is now marketing for uh, digitalized, digital offerings for ultra high net worth. Um, with that background, I then joined Deutsche Bank, um, where it was a global head advisory technology and we um, actually it was a very interesting time at Deutsche because the Deutsche Bank was really striving to, to take the next level in uh, investment management for, in the wealth management sector. Uh, I was more or less heading a program um, which was digitalization of the advisory value chain and um, industrializing the complete value chain. And with this background, more or less, I joined EPAM um, from the beginning, probably with the idea of can we distill out the key learnings of many of these projects into reusable assets and market that um, on top of our engineering consultancy and design services um, to have a direct distribution channel and talking points um, to senior business leaders at buy-side firms. So I've known the team at EPAM now for a few months um, since EPAM joined Finos um, as a Finos member. Um, can you provide some context um, as to what EPAM does and how this relates to open source in finance? We're... I'm sometimes joking, or that's a, a sound joke when we're talking to new prospects. EPAM is, is <laughs> EPAM is one of the biggest company that not many people companies that not many people have heard of. Um, EPAM is is a full service provider, um, full service innovation provider, and technology provider to to a large set of clients or to to, to a very diverse client base. Um, so our services span from uh, st digital strategy consulting, experience design, architecture consulting, technology consulting, and obviously large-scale large implementations. And I think what sets us apart is um, we are clearly always very much on the innovation side of things. So we typically don't do run projects as many as our, our competitors do. We're proud that we're that we're fueling innovation in the technology space, and that we're helping our clients to to navigate multiple waves of technology change and uh, trying to make sense of of these technology new technologies coming to the market and uh, providing new business models uh, fueled by technology. I think that's in the in the essence what 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 EPAM is doing um, and how that relates to open source. Um, we. Having said that, being a full service provider is great, but uh, we truly, we truly have a DNA, uh, engineering DNA. So, the thirty thousand of our thirty six thousand employees are pure engineers, and uh, our heritage is really working for uh, the big product providers or digital native native companies, such as SAP, um, Google's, and the likes. 
and and these are these are partners from the from for a very long time for EPAM. And we've been we've been obviously not only providing services for them, but we've we grew with them and we learned from them a lot. And uh, with that engineering DNA, we're we're very open and embracing open source. We do believe we're firm believers in open source. And we're very proud that we're one of the top contrib uh, contributors to open source. Um, if you look at uh, GitHub stats, um, actually we're the, the only services company up there in the ranks uh, with the likes of Google, Facebook, Netflix, and so on. So I see EPAM has been recognized amongst the top global tech companies leading in open source contributions, um, having been ranked 14th uh, with uh, 585 uh, employees contributing. Can you tell me the, the types of contribution um, your employees are actually making to get you into, you know, 14th in that ranking? So we are, I mean, the, the interesting bit is, and that is probably giving the connection to, to why we're now engaging with Finos as well. So as I mentioned earlier, we're, we're, we're engineers at heart. And um, even though we're, we're moving up the, the ladder and, and providing more strategy type of services also to our clients, we, we always, I think what combines all our employees, be them consultants, strategists, designers, and, uh, and quants is our passion for technology and, um, and actually making things real um, and not only talking about high level concepts. Um, and that is also manifesting itself in, in this open source contribution. And now the, so the, the typical types of contribution hence are um, for the for the large tech frameworks. So base frameworks in technology, be it uh, modern databases, be it tuple space technologies, be it data analytics projects, or be it testing frameworks, um, uh, development pipeline frameworks, CIDC, uh, CICD pipelines, and so on. That's the typical that's the typical type of contributions that we're making. Um, with Finos now, we really want to take this to the next level. Um, and moving away from pure tech contributions, which is obviously interesting and fine, but um, we actually want to test um, whether there's appetite in the community to um, in our accelerators for industry verticals. And I think I mentioned it before, as and wealth management being probably one of our most mature industry verticals, we have invested quite heavily in accelerators and accelerators can be soft accelerators, meaning concepts, uh, customer research, uh, reference architectures, reference business models, and so on. Uh, but we crown this with really software accelerators for the asset, man uh, asset wealth management um, industry, mainly in the area of investment management. And uh, we now really want to, to push this, these accelerators via open source, and hopefully with the help of the finance community to the market. So coming back to finance, could you describe what's happening in the buy side and what's forcing change in layman's terms? Yeah, that's a that's a very good question. So I think buy side firms are currently being challenged from from multiple angles. It's actually and sometimes I refer to it as as almost the perfect storm for the industry. Um, what we see is uh, uh, margin compression is is probably one of the key challenges, and margin compression from compression uh, sorry margin compression coming from um, the move to much simpler investment products as we have them before. So I think everybody's aware um, the world is taken over by, by ETFs and active management is not as prominent um, as it used to be. Um, and that uh, also we see uh, increasing competition coming from uh, fintech startups, which are uh, trying to eat the lunch of, 
uh, of the incumbent players. But likewise, in this in this tightening market situation, we're seeing additional challenges coming from the outside or coming from the regulator. And that is um, after the financial crisis, obviously investor protection laws have tightened. Um, the amount of regulations that buy side firms are hit with is is enormous. And um, sometimes we're referring to the regulator as being the the most innovative player in this in this whole industry currently. Um, and then we have uh, then we have the general topic of digitalization, uh, changing client demands. What uh, what we see or what buy side firms are seeing is that. Their, their clients actually become much more educated. Their clients have realized that loads of what could be called investment advice or chargeable investment advice earlier is now freely available on the internet. Um, simple product education and so on is something that you can simply Google. Um, what buy-side firms are really struggling with is how to stay relevant through their client segments. How can they really um, charge for given advice? Um, because that's another regulation that kicked in that uh, buy-side firms are being forced to move away from transactional business models towards um, pay-for-advice business models. What they're struggling with is uh, creating a value proposition for their clients and uh, uh, staying relevant for them in, in many ways. And I think one, one key element of this staying relevant is... Um, Side firms need to move away from one-size-fits-all models. Um, they need to embrace mass customization and mass tailoring of, of their services to the individual client needs. And the challenge is to do this in a scalable way. So the, the challenge is how can you actually provide these or you fulfill this client demand without completely blowing away your costs? And I think that the answer to this one has to be increased investment in technology and increase investment into a transparent um, and industrialized advisory process. So why is an ecosystem approach relevant in the buy side today? If you, if you look at the business architecture, I mean, I, I mentioned this industrialization strive um, or this, this industrialization push for the industry. And, and that means that, number one, um, many of the business capabilities that buy sites firms are currently currently have are adequately backed by technology solutions. And obviously, industrialization for the industry means you have a technology infrastructure that allows you to, to really streamline those processes and to cut out manual, manual interventions um, or even cut out work that was usually provided by manually work provided by investment advisors, portfolio managers, and so on, and think about how can you automate that. And that really leads to many of these companies are now looking at the legacy infrastructure and they're accepting that the move to these new models, to these industrialized models, would mean a complete rework of their current architecture. And obviously, uh, the, the way to, I don't know whether that's a, it's a German saying, maybe it's an, an English saying as well, the way to eat an elephant is piece by piece. So in order to... to to tackle this problem, you need to be able to slice the overall architecture of all into, into various different modules. These modules nowadays typically should expose their, their capabilities via APIs. So that is um, going hand in hand with, uh, with a strive for a more modern architectures on our clients or, 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 or clients and 
And an ecosystem approach is if you really want to industrialize the whole value chain and providing many of these modules or providing the flexibility of actually embarking or doing this bit by bit, you need to have um, you need to, you need to provide these modules and they need to be interoperable interoperable so they need to be able to talk to each other. And we currently maybe maybe let's look at the players in the industry um we've been looking at who could be this ecosystem orchestrator out there and there are the the usual suspects like the black rocks of this world that are trying this but in a very closed way um, with their with their aladdin platform the the other approach the other players that could have been tackling this are probably the big um, market data providers like refinitiv or, or bloomberg but we, we haven't seen a strong push in this area so so we embarked on it we obviously couldn't tackle it all ourselves so the ecosystem is really, we've been trying to set architectural standards, which we think are market leading for the industry. We've been trying to set out, um, how do you say that, the, 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 the lanes or the development lanes on how this eco, the, the foundational components of the ecosystem. And we're now embracing fintech contributions or open source contributions um, to, to help us actually develop this complete ecosystem. And um, so the ecosystem really means it's, uh, modules and components provided directly by us. Um, we need to. We're open enough and flexible enough to collaborate and cooperate with either the open source community or fintechs to uh, be part of this ecosystem. And I think it is a clear example where the the whole is much bigger than than the sum of the parts. If you have this ecosystem um, of interoperable interoperable, sorry, my German English um, uh, interoperable solutions about interoperable i'm not even sure that i can say it properly and i'm i'm pure english <laughs> i don't have to translate it <laughs> can you walk us through the benefits of epam glue and why you think this is a awesome open source contribution so first and foremost i think epam glue is is the foundational component to um our ecosystem wave so the actual business value that we're that we're trying to bring to our clients is this this ecosystem of individual components allowing allowing for the industrialization that we touched on earlier. Now, how to achieve this? Um, I think when we start, when we embarked on this journey, we've been facing pretty similar problems that we saw with our clients. And that is, if you have an ecosystem consisting of various parts and modules, and if you have heterogeneous backend systems, um, obviously we're not an asset manager, but our clients in our client engagements, we typically find large legacy architectures, heterogeneous backend systems, and so on. So the first thing is, how can we drive this, this um, mid and front office ecosystem, um, arguably with, with these market leading new components uh, on, on the old legacy architecture? And the first thing there, the typical response is, you need to have data abstraction layers. And the data abstraction layer needs to be um, comprehensive enough to actually provide a, what we call the common semantic layer to all the components. What I mean with this, right, and I think I used this example in the in the webinar that I just gave. We're big believers in API strategies, no doubt, right? But in reality, what we find is, um, while everybody would agree API strategy is the way to go, and we see that clients are embarking on API architecture projects all over the place, I think the reality, though, is 
just because you move to APIs, that doesn't mean that you're really lowering your integration costs. It doesn't mean that you're suddenly all set up for rapid application development of new services. Unless all these APIs at least have a common equal denominator, which is having a, the common view on the on the key entities that uh, that the buy sides firms has to have to deal with. So a portfolio needs to be a portfolio, needs to be a portfolio. Um, a client has X attributes, which are the key attributes, obviously extendable. But when I when I'm as a as an API module of a business um, of a business component, are requesting give me client from another API, then I'm expecting a certain standard. And I think this standard and this common language for those APIs is provided by EPAM Glue. And at the same time, it is a it is a performance data abstraction layer, um, which allows with connectors to, to many of the core banking systems out there, which allows you to, to pull the data out of your legacy infrastructure and bring them into these high performance analytical data layers and then drive your digitalization and industrialization efforts. Can you describe the feedback needed from the Finos community before ePamGlue is fully contributed into Finos? Well, it's 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 not that this is that we're that this is a, um, a threshold for us. So it's not like uh, the necessary feedback in terms of what minimum requirements do we need to adhere to or so on. What we what we're truly interested in is. As I mentioned earlier, we're we're big fans of open source in general, and and we want to. And since we anyways built our ecosystem as a software accelerator, meaning we're not charging licenses for it, we thought it would be a good, a good way to contribute that to, to open source and to also get, um, get input from, from other interested parties. What we, what we actually want to find out is Finos being currently very sell-side heavy with the projects that we've been looking at. Is there... Are there currently enough community members interested in um, in buy side problems, or can we spare spearhead that uh, that whole development of extending Finos projects to the buy side? Um, obviously, uh, open source only is fun if you really have a community. So, what we're trying to find out is, do we get a critical mass of people actually interested in what we're doing? And finally. Can you talk a little bit more about EPAM's involvement in Finos and what the future looks like? I think it's fair to say that EPAM is the new kid on the block in the wider in the wider Finos community. So we've we've actually been engaged with Finos since uh, October last year, so October two thousand nineteen. We were impressed with what we saw. We were impressed with the uh, with the active community. We we've been. Um, We've been witnessing some of the events that you organized, and we thought that the whole concept of Finos is is number one, very much aligned to our to our philosophy of open sourcing. Um, and uh, we, we actually like that there's um, the amount of projects and the interesting contributions that we saw so far. Our, our future with Finos, we're truly hoping that number one, we can um, be active contributors to some of the, or bring our knowledge and experience into some of the existing projects. More importantly, we're really hoping that we can open up a complete new new corner within Finos, which is uh, concentrating on buy-side problems and investment management ecosystems. Thank you very much, Heike, for joining me this afternoon. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Thanks a lot, James. Looking forward to working with you in the future. Absolutely. Me too. Thank you very much for joining us. Cheers. Bye-bye.